Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells, and I finally have guests back. It's been way too long. Spills, Chew, how are you guys doing? Great. Ready. Good. Re- ready. Happy to be back. And it's uh, football's going to be back before we know it. So we're, we're on a good pace here. We're almost so the. That, there we go. I was just about to say it. The draft is right around the corner. This is going to be the last episode before the draft uh, because of my travels. So, yeah, this is going to be a mock draft. I'm excited. I, I honestly, I've done one of these so far this year. And I mean, I feel like usually, especially during COVID, we were going back and forth. There was like a new mock every week. And, and now we're all too busy again. But. Uh, before we get into the mock, though, we'll start off with... Oh, Spills is gone. <laughs> Great start. Okay. Um, we'll just keep going, though, because I don't really want to stop, and I still work at 6 a.m. tomorrow. So Spills will join us when he can. Uh, yep, he just said, keep going, I'll be back. Cool. Okay, well, Spills doesn't get to talk about Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts, the new highest-paid man in football... Five-year extension, $255 million, $179 million in guarantees. He, I mean, he absolutely deserves that money, and he absolutely fucked the Chargers, the Bengals, and especially the Ravens with that deal. So, I don't know, like, he, he reset the QB market, and all these other teams had a chance, and they waited too long, especially the Ravens. Um, yeah, I think Lamar was asking for more money than that anyways. I don't think that deal has an effect on, on Lamar, but I, for Joe Burrow and, and Justin Herbert, um, yeah, the Bengals in the chart, you want to be first in, you want to be the first one to sign your guy mm-hmm. to set the market because then everybody else is going to ask for more money than that or equal to. So, I mean, the Bengals, I was expecting money around that, around around the same amount of money for Joe. I think now Joe's probably going to ask for a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, Herbert, I don't know how, how that's going to work. I don't know what the Chargers want to do. We haven't really heard much from the Chargers and, and Justin Herbert. Um, but I know Cincinnati's already started saving up, so you know that, that they're going to be paying him. I I think Joe's might get the, the same amount of like the same amount of money as Mahomes did plus some of the guarantees because of how much the market's gone up in the last couple of years. So I mean like, yeah, like Jones if you're the Bengals so much too. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like if, like if you're the Bengals and you're that cheap of a franchise, you should look at what the chiefs did with Pat Mahomes deal and be like, yeah, let's spread out a shit ton of money over 10 years, keep you here as our franchise quarterback. And yeah, that deal looks absolutely fantastic now. Spills, welcome back. Uh, we're talking about the Jalen Hurts contract and how the Chargers and Bengals and now Ravens are going to be paying out the ass for their guys now. It is where it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was saying for the longest time, Herbert's going to take a hometown discount. Well, I say hometown discount, but uh, that's uh, 
I'm officially off of that mindset. Uh, Chargers are cooked. It's over. So um, <laughs> they're going to be paying him. I think he'll. I think he'll get around like a six-year deal for like three hundred twenty million, something, something in that range. It's not going to be good. Telesco's an idiot too. He's going to wait until the end. So I think the Burrow deal is going to get done first. I actually think Lamar will get a contract first, and then they might not even have a deal at the training camp. If you look at all the previous contracts they've done with Bosa, Derwin, all these guys, it extended right into training camp. So um, will Herbert play without an extension? Probably. Will they potentially not extend him this summer? Maybe. So all I know is they're going to wait, and they're going to be the last ones to do it, and it's not going to be good. They're going to try to do what the Ravens did. Win a, win a playoff game before we uh, pay him the big buck. So we'll see. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a lot of QB talk for a guy who, for guys who haven't gotten their contract yet. Jalen Hurts deserves every bit of this contract. He proved to me he's a top five quarterback, or at least in that range. There's a lot of guys in the top five mix right now. But yeah, like Hurts, like that Super Bowl, the, that playoff run that the Eagles had. He is superb. He deserves that deal. I think we can leave it at that and move on to the next topic here. I just uh, think they need to continue finding ways to make sure that roster has a lot of talent on there. I would hate to see him in a situation where the Ravens are per se, where they have a similar setup, because I don't think that's mm-hmm. going to go well. They've done a really no. good job at giving him the pieces he needs to succeed. So um, they got to continue doing that. and. Team. I know, I know. It's a it's a basic comment, but uh, Hertz has played with nothing but great players, so I don't want to mm-hmm. see what it looks like without it. Because then, uh, I I believe that people will be questioning that that contract if uh, that roster goes any more south than it already is. So that's where I'm at with him. Every QB needs decent talent around them to be no, good sure. at some level. Some are better than others, but. Unless your name is Tom yeah. Brady, you know. Okay. I mean, yeah, let's let's what was not the next like note? What was it? What was the next note? Or... Enough. Okay. Enough. 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 <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not entertaining this. It's it's April. We we're not we're not doing this. Uh Chosen Anderson has signed a one year deal to be a part of the Miami Dolphins track team. Uh don't know what the actual deal is. The numbers haven't been disclosed, but I'm happy with this. I know he has needed fuck all last year, but he's fast. He's probably, he, I don't know. He will get reps in camp. There's, I don't know, past Tyreek and Waddle, it's question marks on the yeah. roster. So they're trying yeah, to trade that Ross Anderson. He's been around the bit. block. I want to huh? make another little bet, like a, like a small bet. We're, we don't have to, we, we can choose what the bet is throughout, like, when preseason comes around, I'll bet you mm-hmm. that chosen Anderson doesn't make the team. No, that wouldn't shock me. So I'm not going to make that bet. Okay. No, like I'm not saying that, Oh, this is like a great signing, but like yeah. I look at a guy who two years ago had a thousand yard receiving like season. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's still there. Maybe no. some of that's still there. No. I doubt no. it. No. But he's partying no. when he like, no, this is going to be a vet mid deal. He's going to be there for training camp, and he'll probably not make the team. There's he just wants nothing. to go to Miami for a little bit, you know? 
I don't blame them. I don't blame them. It's that winning culture that we're building. Yeah. And they want to trade Cedric Wilson now. I don't know yeah. about that. No, that was that was an all-time bad contract from last season. That was just what the fuck. But so, yeah. yeah, that's that's Chosen Anderson. He's now in Miami. Uh keep going. There is a trade that happened today. Allen Robinson is now a stealer. Uh, I think the team's basically just swapped seventh round picks. Uh, and the Rams already paid Robinson 10 million. I don't know how the contract stuff's working. Either way, Allen Robinson is a stealer. They got some money good, off the books. Good, good wide receiver three, I guess, for Pittsburgh. No, no he's washed. Yo, I'll make a, he's yeah, I'll exactly, make a better exactly. I don't know. right now. <laughs> the Allen Robinson doesn't make the team. I'm just joking. He'll probably make the team. Oh, he's making he's the team. Gonna, you know what? He's making he's the team. He's going to be like, like uh, the guy, like AJ Green on the Cardinals. So, something like that. Yeah, good, that's a good vet presence. Good vet Pretty presence. good. That was him on the Rams last year, though. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was worse than that last year. Nah, fuck. <laughs> it was, I mean, here, I'm going to pull up a tweet. Uh, where was it? But it was basically breaking down who Allen Robinson has like caught passes from. Uh, yeah, bad podcasting here. Matt Shit, Stafford I can't find movies. it either. Sounds like Bortles. Bortles. Uh, well, that's the Mitch thing. Trubisky, all the Bears it guys. Yeah, it was a bunch Stills. of bums basically, and then Matt Stafford was like the one good QB he's played with, and it was like forty-four attempts, like thrown his way. Yeah. For targets, I guess. Did, and was it's, he good when yeah. Stafford threw him the ball? No, but it's just like he's 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 played with no one. He was good at one point. He was a very good receiver at one point. I also the other tweet I saw was the Eagles were pushing for Allen Robinson like last offseason to sign him, and then he went to a trade for him, and then he went to the Rams, and the Eagles end up with AJ Brown, and then the rest is history. So that could have really fucked the Eagles season if they landed Allen Robinson last year. But uh, we shall keep moving along. Another kind of nothing signing was a big name at one point. Bud Dupree, one year to the Falcons, really just an edge depth signing. Not bad. I do kind of like what the Falcons are building on defense. Not a ton there, but they got some names. That's all. Yeah, they signed Calais Campbell too, right? Yep. Yep, Calais Campbell there, David Onyemata, Bates. Uh, Bates, they got they got Akuda last week. Yeah, so. they did trade for Akuda too. And Bates and uh, they still they drafted um, Arnold Ibikidi. They got, but they've got oh, a safety there. I forget Richie Grant. Blanking on his name, Richie Grant. Yeah, um, Richie Grant. Team. Yeah, they got some names. Yeah, I'm I'm not they have, they they have, still have So and if they can, I don't know. Uh, Could the Falcons? Uh, Tyree Wilson. Whew. Like, I don't know. Could the Falcons make some noise? I guess we'll see what they do in the draft uh, coming up and in our mock draft. Uh, just we'll, we'll keep going. Buda Baker, safety for the Cardinals, requests the trade. Don't blame him at all. That team is garbage. Uh, I know the Eagles, that rumor got swirled out there where, I mean. I will puke if he goes to the Eagles because <laughs> I, I already know that they're not going to pay like anything. And then no one else is just going to offer what the Eagles would have offered, which is not going to be a big ask anyways. Like when Robert Quinn went for a fourth round pick, I know he actually didn't necessarily have that big of an impact at the end of the day, but 
just the idea of them making moves like this, I, I don't understand why other teams can't budge in. He's on a very affordable contract here. I think he's at 13 million and 14 million for the next he wants two a years. Raise, though, if I'm not mistaken. He does want a new contract, which is probably half of the thing here. So which is if Arizona gave him a deal, he'd probably stay, to be honest. But I don't know. We'll see. And uh, he's the, not going to go for a first and he's going to get traded on draft day. Excited to see where he gets traded. They're saying it's going to be a two or a three, but we'll see. Yeah. I would like to see him in Jacksonville because that's a defense that has not made any upgrades after making the playoffs surprisingly last year. So I think that would be a good move for them to make. At some also, point. Devin McCourty's uh, needs a replacement. So Okay. Maybe. I thought you were happy with all of your safeties there. Oh, but Buda Baker would be the cherry on top of that. <laughs> yeah, fuck, you're not wrong. Uh, okay, we'll keep going. Uh, a player who wants a new contract, Devin White, is looking for 18 to $20 million a year. Uh, Devin White is stuck in the past. He has to get with the times. It is not 2020 anymore. He is not just coming out of college. That is a ridiculous ask for a guy who's probably not even a top 25 linebacker in the league right now. That is the most outrageous request. Devin White was good because he had a lot of potential, but he just never never got there. He was Oh, so- that LSU hype was insane. Oh, he's the fastest linebacker in the NFL. I truly believe. Like game tape wise, when you watch Devin White run around, he looks the fastest. He's the, he flies around like a DB. But every single time a tight end or a running back catches a pass over the middle of the field and gains 15 yards, who's making the tackle? Devin White. Why? Because yeah. Devin White blew the coverage every single time. <laughs> and then Levante David yells at him, and then he doesn't try, and then he gets called out by, like, Bucks legends. He's, he's just – he's not in a good space right now. That's why I think he wants out is because – some of his teammates were calling him out last year for not. Yeah, you can want well. out. You're not going to get eighteen million dollars. Yeah, that's and, not happening. Get, that, get out of here. If that's happening in the locker room, the Bucks aren't going to resign him for that big amount of money because people are going to look around like, why is he getting all this money when he's blowing coverages? Yeah, yeah. absolutely not. So, no, that's. Uh, I mean, good luck if, with that. Yeah, yeah. If if anything, the Bucks should be looking to trade him for any asset they can get because they're at the start of a rebuild right now. Uh Keep going, though. Uh, another technically Tampa Bay Bucks story. Uh, Gerald McCoy, longtime defensive tackle, deep 3-4 defensive end, whatever, uh, is retired. Three-time All-Pro, six-time Pro Bowler. Hell of a career from him. Uh, again, one of those guys, Hall of Very Good, won't make the Hall of Fame, but for a short while when he was on that Bucks defense, he was scary. He warranted attention every single snap. He was fun to watch and great career, all you can say. Yeah. Um, where did he play last year? Nowhere. He didn't play anywhere last year. He was with Carolina it was like two years ago. Dante eh? Hightower retired this he year. Went, yeah, he went Tampa Bay, Carolina, and then he went to Dallas, and then I think he blew out his knee. Dallas for a bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, too bad he couldn't get any uh, – any hardware at the end of the day, but uh, yeah, very good career. Yeah. And last note before we get to the 2023 mock draft, Aaron Rodgers is still not a New York Jet yet. He's not going to be for that uh, while. I would love. It it doesn't matter. Aaron Rodgers can come to the can go to the Jets. I just want to throw this out there. He can go to the Jets. 
they're still going to be the worst team in the division. I don't like it. It, it wouldn't move me one bit, personally. It, it's it's just a mess. well. That's not true. Simply just because the Pats are going to be the worst no, team in the division. No, no, no but it's so. just a mess. It's just a mess. Like Aaron Rodgers coming in, he's gonna. They're gonna be talking about Zach Wilson too. It's just it's gonna be media is gonna be everywhere. Aaron's gonna love it. And trust then, me, no one's talking about Zach Wilson. And then they're gonna people will be talking about Zach Wilson. That was they the like first tweet of my timeline. Like about Zach Wilson. That Zach Wilson reported to OTAs. Wow. People love talking about Zach Wilson. And there's going to be media everywhere. Rogers is going to love it. And then it's going to come football time. And Nate Hackett's going to be calling plays. And the O-line, it's going to be the classic Jets O-line. Rogers is going to be dinking and dunking because he doesn't want to get hit. And then they're going to lose the game. And now everyone's going to go, oh, the Jets are 0-1. And then they're going to play the Patriots. And then they're going to lose. And then they're going to play the Bills. And then they're going to lose. And then it's going to be like, why aren't the Jets good? And then Rogers is going to be criticizing everyone. And I promise you this is what's going to happen. The story's written. Like, the Jets not going to work out. I just know it's not going to work out. And I, hope I will say between back to this, between the Jets' overall chaos as a franchise, and now you throw in Rodgers there, and then the Pats' stability, where you can throw dog shit in at quarterback, and that defense and run game is still going to get you like a minimum of seven wins. Just when have we had dog shit at quarterback though? Mac Jones. Okay. Okay. Anything since Brady has left. I just wanted you to say it. All right. Okay. Anything since Brady left has been bad. Uh, and not when not when we had Josh McDaniels calling plays for Mac Jones. Either are, you buying, are you buying? We had the eleventh ranked offense that season with a rookie quarterback. Hey. We had the eleventh ranked offense with a rookie quarterback with okay. Josh McDaniels calling plays, and then we dropped Matt Patricia. And no one was scared of the offense then, even when it was ranked eleventh. Okay, mock draft time. We are moving on. We will start talking about the draft true you can maybe talk about the patriots when they're up on the clock i don't know who's going to end up with that pick i'm not good at math okay how we will start this off i'm thinking of a number between one and three in my head true what's the number two now spill it's not i was going to say it's not two because it's three it is three what pick do you want three you want three yes uh, Jason, what do you want? I'll take one because it's the easy pick, and then we'll go from there. Good. Okay. So, oh, let me hold on. I have this all set up, but now Are we doing what we should, what we think is going to happen. What, mean what we think is going to happen? Is, Are we is... doing what we're predicting or what we would do as the GM? Both. I mean, like it's both of the, both of the same, like a little bit of both. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, a little bit of both. Like I, I wouldn't take Bryce Young, but if I'm doing this mock, I'm going to take Bryce Young because okay. I know it's exactly. going to be Bryce Young. That's... But I, I wouldn't take Bryce Young. But I would. Me. Okay, well, we can clear any confusion here because with oh, let me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get everything going on. Uh... Oh yeah, there, there we go. go. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna log everything too, eh? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's perfect. That's awesome. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. track it pen and paper, but if you yeah, want to no, do it, anything... oh no, that is not the dun, 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 okay. Dun, dun, dun. All right, with the first overall pick, the Carolina Panthers select Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. Uh, I mean, in the last week or so, the odds 
according to Vegas, it is a slam dunk now that this is Bryce Young. Um, Bryce Young is the best quarterback in the draft. He is just very, 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 very small. Uh, I saw a tweet that the Scott Fitterer was saying that, I mean, Russell Wilson only had three batted balls in college. Bryce Young only had two uh, in terms of like, like weight. He can just add mass, which fair enough, but it looks like they're going Bryce Young. Let's, I don't know. I'm not sold on any of the quarterbacks, but Bryce Young is going to be the guy going to Carolina. Yeah, I completely uh, yeah. agree. And I, I, mean, I agree also that he is the best quarterback in the draft by far. Um, he's the only quarterback that can play right away. He's the only quarterback that can read defenses, and he's the only quarterback that can move in the pocket and not take sacks that he shouldn't be taking. And, uh, yeah, I I like it that Carolina's leaning towards him. I think for Carolina, he'll be fine because at least they have a decent foundation for uh, O-line there. I like Mm -hmm. a couple of pieces that they put in place. But if he was going to go to a place, like, for example, for all the crazy chat we heard at the start of the year before Bears traded the pick, oh, yeah, Bears are going to get Bryce Young on a rookie deal. That would have been a disaster because they can't guard us three. So if he went to a place that the O-line was compromised, he would have gotten crunched and it wouldn't have been a good experience. But I think in Carolina, he'll be okay. They just got to make sure that they uh, top up that. uh, I mean, they signed Thielen and plus they signed DJ Chark and couple other guys so they have a decent room right now but it's not yeah where, where you want it to be when you're taking your franchise guys so they have some work to do and uh we'll see what happens at the end of the day but i still would go with stroud that's my top guy and uh anyhow that's uh it's gonna be bryce young so that's okay good. well chew you are on the clock second overall Uh, so with the second pick, Houston will be taking Will Anderson uh, out go. of Alabama, uh, the edge rusher, who, Oops. <laughs> who uh, who who's been talked about as the first overall pick um, for the last three years. Everyone was talking about Will Anderson coming out of this draft. Um, obviously, quarterback, they uh, they get more of the talk, but but Will Anderson is. Uh, the most surefire prospect in the draft. Um, he's been dominant at Bama since he's been starting. And uh, D'Amico Ryans wants to fill out uh, that defense with some stars and uh, get that back on track before they address the quarterback position, before they get their franchise guy. They're going to make sure that they can put him in a situation where they'll be able to succeed, and that's not this year. So they wait, and they take Will Anderson. Yeah, I mean, Spills, I'll let you go because, I mean, you've been saying that this is the pick for months now, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, D'Amico Ryans wants to get his guy. They'll, I, th- I think Houston understands the situation that they're in. They're not where they need to be yet, and they don't necessarily want to. You want to build a roster first and then have a shot at uh, May and uh, Williams next year, so. I think this is their time to just get a bunch of pieces in place and be very mediocre to poor next year and be at the top of the board again. So start getting your defensive pieces now and uh, and go from there. 
Yeah, and I also think that if they draft well this year, they'll be in a position where even if they're picking in the middle of the first round next year, they're in a position where they'll just trade up. If they, they're thinking, okay, we can win now. Let's go get Drake May. Let's go get Caleb Williams. This year, if, they don't, if they're not sold on anyone at two, take the best player in the draft and, and move on. Oh, I, and I mean, like, here's my point. I think that doesn't matter if Houston drafts Will Anderson and then drafts another really solid building block at 12. I think that roster is still bad enough for them to be picking top five anyways. Yeah. Uh, sure. There is not a lot of talent to be found. Will they be better than this past season? I mean, fuck, I hope so. But Davis Mills doesn't. He's, I know, he's, he's the epitome of average at quarterback. So, I mean, you hope that you're Houston, you're picking a top, like top five, and then, because they still have the Browns pick next year, correct? Yep. Uh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, if you're in the top five, plus you have that Browns pick, which they're not making the playoffs next year. Let's just call that right now. But, uh, I don't know about that. Well, that's for later talk. No, that's a later in the off there. season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like Houston should be able to pick their quarterback next year. I mean, you guys have been saying it, build the roster around them. Will Anderson and Derek Stingley as your building blocks on that defense, Jalen Patriot safety. I know they made some signings, not big signings, uh, this off season, but just solid, just solid in general. Um, and yeah, I think we can move on to the third overall pick with the actually fuck it. This is too hard to do the sound. So spills you're up with the Cardinals. I'm looking to move out of this pick. Um, Unless we want to do a trade. Yeah. Okay. If I'm the Cardinals, I have no business picking in this position. I need to get as many assets as I can. Who could offer trades? Just like the teams that were lined up to take. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I have an offer from the Atlanta Falcons at number eight here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does the, yeah, do the Atlanta Falcons do the Atlanta Falcons do, do they want I, this pick or no? I say they don't. I don't know I don't why. Think, like I, I, I think, think the Falcons do. are just. I think they're dumb. You really no. think they want to roll with Desmond Ritter next year? Yes. I think this is I ridiculous. Think <laughs> I, I, I I truly don't think they care about quarterbacks this year. I think they're just going to draft the best team that they can. I don't know. I feel like if you're looking up for trade ups. Like maybe Indy just moves up the one spot. I like Tennessee to jump up here. Maybe the Raiders also, but New England's calling. They want Jalen Carter. The okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to take too too much time here, but the Raiders are Jason's pick. Jason, would you be interested in trading a first next year and your second to this year for the third overall pick? Sure. Why not? Okay, I'm gonna force that trade through here. Okay, so who, and a third next year. Okay, so the, what team is this? This is the Raiders. The Raiders. Oh, I know. Well, okay, yeah, go ahead. But that's fine. That's fine. So yeah. the Las Vegas Raiders are on the clock now. The, the Raiders are on the clock. Select. Yeah, so we're doing seven, yeah. 38, a first next year, and a third next year for three. That's sure. That is being that is being forced and it's done. Thank you very much. The Raiders are on the clock. I think that's a good team that should trade up because Jimmy's on what a two year deal. Was yes. it a three year deal? I forget. Was I think it three? it's a I think it's a two year like it's a three year deal, but but it's like really two years are obligated. Years. Yeah. Okay. So all I, contracts are made up. So. 
Okay, so thank you for making that trade. And with the third overall pick, I'm taking the top quarterback in the draft, CJ Stroud. Um, I think that he's going to be a good fit for this offense. Um, he's got a lot of pieces to work with. And I think, uh, not that I think McDaniels is a good coach or anything, but I think this will be a better building block for him to try and develop. Um, I thought about taking Anthony Richardson here, but I don't think they run that kind of offense where he would thrive. And uh, I don't even want to talk about Will Levis. Levis so uh, <laughs> it's CJ Stroud's a home run pick for them here. I would be pretty upset if the Raiders did make this move because that would kind of give me a little bit of fear with uh, what they have in the future. That's how highly I am on CJ Stroud. So uh, that's the pick. Any comments? Um, uh, I'm just going to say it. I don't like CJ Stroud's upside just in general. I think that he can be a good quarterback in this league. I think great is questionable. I don't like, I agree. So everyone's, everyone's given a Dak Prescott comp. Do you see that or what? I see. Well, uh, like, I wrote down uh, Geno Smith. Yeah, like I think Dak, like like that level of quarterback is fair. Like I don't think like, and that's a franchise guy. So, yeah, yeah but is it? yeah, I don't know. I it's tough. You can't again. I think all of these quarterbacks have their problems. So I'm like I can nitpick literally every single one. If the Raiders like Stroud, they like Stroud. Uh, I personally would have gone with Ant. Ant- uh, with Anthony Richardson here, just because I can understand he can that sit for a year. Uh, but yeah, CJ Stroud, I mean, you pair him with Devontae Adams, he can sit for a year, learn that Josh McDaniel system, which is pretty simple football. I made Mac Jones a pro, pro bowler. So uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, not bad. I actually and if like he doesn't go, Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I was about to say, I actually, this is, isn't going to happen, but I actually like the fit Hendon Hooker to the Raiders in, in the later round. I think that could be a thing. I, I don't know if they're going to trade up for a quarterback. Um, if they do, I mean, it would be for CJ Stroud. I don't think he would be, I don't think McDaniels would want uh, Anthony Richardson. Uh, I think it's just too too far away from the offense that he's he's running. Probably. And it, it didn't look well when he was working with Cam Newton. So I just think, if they were to trade up for a quarterback, it would definitely be CJ Stroud. Um, uh, yeah, that's. I think Hedden Hooker, though, in the second round, third round, if, if they don't actually do trade up for a quarterback, that, that could be a team to watch. I'm also going to leave this here. Hedden Hooker is going to be a first-round pick this year. So, I don't know. Maybe. Draft props, what's going to happen? I don't know where he's sitting right now. If he's anything above 32.5, I'm going to look to responsibly uh, make a good investment there. <laughs> Uh, all right. Number okay, four. So we are we are taking forever here, but it's okay. This is good, uh, good chat. We do, we'll we'll keep it rolling. Number four, Indian. Oh my God, Indianapolis Colts are on the clock. It's my pick, correct? Yes, sir. Um, fuck, you put me in a tough spot now because you wanted Stroud. No, I didn't. Hmm. I think a, I think there's Chris one pick has to be a quarterbacker. He's fucking cooked. I'm taking Will Levis. Yeah, that's unfortunately the pick because that's just what they would do. So we have been collectively, everyone on social media, just been shitting on Will Levis the entire draft process. I am now coming around where Will Levis might be 
the guy who I have the most confidence in for some reason. That's just ridiculous. So I will say his tape from last year is absolutely awful. Throw it away. 2021 was good. He's, I don't know. Like he's got everything that like Anthony Richardson does, but the tape, the tape is way better for Will Levis. I How is this not just Zach Wilson? Uh, well, Zach Wilson played against dog shit competition. At least Will Levis played against the SEC. And when when he had talent around him, he looked like a damn. So good Will Levis had probably the worst O line out of all the quarterbacks that um, yes. that we're looking at in the top four for sure had the worst O line, but also for sure made the most mistakes like easily. And when he gets to the NFL, this is just only going to accelerate. The defenses are only going to be better. I don't care if you had a bad O line in college because. The players that you're playing against, you shouldn't be making mistakes. I, if if your if your stats aren't there, that's fine, but you shouldn't be making mistakes. And he was making mistakes, and I think that he's just going to make way too many in the NFL. I think that's I mean I like with Will Levis. Yeah, I mean like I I feel like his comp is just I mean I've seen Matt Stafford. I mean Josh Allen less mobile, but like he makes those stupid Josh Allen mistakes where he tries to play hero ball, where he's the only guy on the field who can make a play. So he tries to do it. And those, maybe that gets corrected when he gets to the NFL. The one thing about him in this landing spot, going to the Colts, he probably beats out Gardner Minshew in camp and starting from day one, which I don't know if that's the best fit for him. Cause I feel like he does need to sit and learn and, adjust to the NFL game instead of just getting thrown in there. But I don't know. Will Levis is the Colts new quarterback, according to this. All right. Okay. All well, right. Chew on with Seattle. At Se- with Seattle. And yeah. I know what I would do, but it's not going to happen. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't just I'm, give Gino a fresh pass contract. On J- I'm a, I would take Jalen Carter here. Ooh. But they're not going to do it. That's not where I was leaning, but I think okay. I'm gonna. I think they're going to take Tyree Wilson. Okay, that's good. Uh, I think he's okay. going to be their, the number that's one fine. player. That's fine. I can live with board. that. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people have been saying that Tyree Wilson is the best edge player D lineman in the draft. Um, period. And uh, there's rumors that he might go three to Arizona. Um, if they stay there, I think that could be an option. If Will Anderson is also gone, like that happened in this draft, so it could easily happen. Um, yeah, I think Tyree Wilson will be the pick here. I mean, Seattle always drafts D line anyways. So. No, that's, I think uh, I think it's a good pick. I think that's a Seattle type of pick too. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's really solidified himself to be more or less a top five pick in in the process to mm-hmm. from everything that I've been seeing. So uh, I don't know if it's going to be Seattle at five or even Arizona at three, if they stay there, that's some, something that I've seen as well, but uh, no, very good athlete. And um, again, there's, there's a lot of upside there. So I think it's a good pick. Yeah. I've been seeing that like the, Tyree Wilson goes ahead of Will Anderson. It's like Aiden Hutchinson and Trayvon Walker last year. Uh, I think that would be a great pick by the Seahawks. I mean, that offense, they have a very good offense. Like, even with Geno at quarterback, Geno was, I mean, Geno was great last year, but that defense needs to get better. Tyree Wilson would help with that. 
Uh, them getting Jamal Adams back next uh, this year too helps. Seattle's going to make some noise. Them having a top five pick is kind of unfair, but yeah, they're they're set up to be a good team now for a while again. I agree. And now the sixth pick. So here's here's my dilemma. Make the move. The best player in the draft is on the is on the board still. However, I don't think the Lions will be drafting in the top fifteen for a while after the team that they've built here. So look, Jared Goff has been he's did exactly what they asked of him last year. He did win the big game that he needed to win. I know it took a little bit of time to get everything clicking, but that team was ferocious in the second half of the season. And I hope they can keep the momentum going because I don't know what it is, but I like when Detroit's good or I like their mojo right now. But um, I don't know if this would push any buttons. It has to be the pick though in this offense that Campbell or um, that uh, what's his name? Ben Johnson is running. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be Anthony Richardson. They're not going to pick this high again. And uh, they got to take the chance now, even if he doesn't play a snap this year, that's uh, that's got to be their, their go-to for the future. I mean, yeah, that's the pick that I would have made. I mean, that's the pick that I think me and you spills probably would have made for Seattle too. That's uh, what I was going to do for Seattle. Yeah. That's and yeah, I mean, you said it, I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jameson Williams, that offensive line. I mean, Swift is still there. Monty. But, I mean, who knows him? Hmm? Montgomery, they signed him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Either way, the offense is ready to roll. You put in an elite athlete like Anthony Richardson. I mean, if he can become half of what Cam Newton was at his peak, that offense will be absolutely insane. Because when we like talk about through the roof with him. When we talked about locations for Lamar Jackson, I think people were really, really excited for him to potentially go to the Lions. So Mm -hmm. save your draft picks, save your $50 million, and then take a chance on Anthony Richardson. I'm not saying that Anthony Richardson is Lamar Jackson by any means, but that's the similar style of quarterback that you're uh, going to get. Yeah. On a rookie deal. Yeah. And I mean, there goes all the quarterbacks. I think, yeah, I yeah. think Anthony Richardson's good, um, good upside type player. But I mean, it's a gamble. It's um, definitely a gamble. But they have two picks in the top yeah. eighteen, and this pick is not even theirs. So if you if if there's a spot the gamble, no. it's here. Yeah, Bob should add. But yeah, Seattle through Denver, and then Detroit through the Rams. Both of those trades just hilarious to look back at. Now mm-hmm. we will keep going. The Arizona Cardinals are now on the clock after a trade with the Raiders. Uh, you have to pick Jalen Carter here, right? Yeah, you like, have to. Yep. Like after trading back, you still probably wind up with the best defensive player in the draft. Um, mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on with his off-field stuff, but they've been keeping that relatively quiet. But the Cardinals, after I mean having no one on their team, get their first building block on defense and get that first building block for Justin Gannon and that defense. So I don't know. Easy it has move. to be done. It has to be done. And again, I think a lot of people have been giving them Jalen Carter at three as well. 
and now you've added a top 40 pick this year, a first mm-hmm. next year, and a third next year. Now, and you still get Jalen Carter. I think that's a home run move for them. Um, and I I hope I hope they can do something similar at the draft because they have no business picking at three because they're going to be atrocious next year. So they just got to get assets where they can and do what they can to retool this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great pick for Arizona. Tremendous. Best player in the draft, easily. On tape. Yes, sir. All right, here we go, Chewy. Uh, Falcons. So uh, I'm going to go a little off the board. Not really. Um, but it's just because of how the draft's gone. All the D linemen are gone. Um, and I think that this is a guy that a lot of teams are probably going to have high up on their board just because of his athleticism. That's Nolan Smith, the edge rusher from Georgia, who um, f- was a freak at the Combine. Um, he came on late for Georgia, and he he he, he showed signs of being a, a true uh, a true Brian Burns-type player in the NFL-type um, potential. Um, he's a smaller guy. He's probably not going to play on first down in running, in running downs, but it's all about getting after the quarterback on third down right now, and he's a guy that can help. He's also a guy who can chase down an Anthony Richardson type quarterback who's coming mm-hmm. coming into no, the league. I definitely think that's a good pick. I actually read a mock today that had uh, Nolan Smith going eighth overall, so I don't think it's that far fetched. Uh, his name is. I remember I was doing mocks and I was getting him at twenty one to the Chargers. There's a zero percent <laughs> chance that happens at this point. Yeah. I think he'll be. Closer to a top 10 pick than not. So, uh, again, good pick uh, for the Falcons who just keep on adding pieces here, and we'll see what they can do. Yeah, just trying to build that defense back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, we quickly talked about the Falcons' defense in general, like at the top of the show. And, yeah, getting a guy like Nolan Smith, who's very young, Still, yeah, again, we've said it, he's a smaller guy right now, can still build into that frame. Doesn't need to play every down immediately. They have enough guys on that defensive front that can all get snaps and minutes. So I think that would be a great pick for them. Uh, Spills, the Bears are on the clock. Does that mean I'm on the clock? Yes, sir. So I just wanted on the record that uh, this was always my trade down with Carolina. And uh, in my previous mock, I actually found a way to, um, to yeah, get Carolina drafting Bryce Young. So I just wanted to say that I'm the best because I predicted this so long ago. Um, what do the Bears want here? They need still just about everything, but they really got to prioritize the O-line. Unfortunately, um, I'm not high enough on any offensive lineman to consider them here. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah, that's not the route I'm going to go. I know that's going to be a very unpopular pick uh, or unpopular, I guess, uh, mindset. Uh, I agree, Tom. Uh, I still think there's a cornerstone player uh, available, and his name is Devin Witherspoon. I want to add him to this Bears defense. Um, very feisty cornerback, and I think he'll be a great add. I think that's going to be the pick. I, I just – I can't buy into any of these offensive linemen as a top 10 pick. Uh, I like Paris Johnson, but, again, it's just 
I just think the it doesn't doesn't move the needle for me. The caliber of the top two corners on the board and the and the top two tackles on the board, like the top two corners are better players, I think. So you gotta yeah. go corner. Yeah, the Bears gotta just add value to their team here. They can't just necessarily yeah. draft for need. If they're drafting for need, yeah, you have some players. You there can are get some here. guys that tackle that you can draft that can live up to it, but it's, it's they can get a tackle at thirty three that I think will be better value than yeah. reaching for one here. So I'm gonna take Devin Witherspoon because I have him as my top cornerback. And uh, they do still need some help on defense because they couldn't guard anyone last year. Uh, the Bears don't have pick 33. They traded that for Chase Claypool. Oh, my God. I always <laughs> forget this. What a disaster. Well, oh they got DJ Moore. God. Last year, so whatever. Uh, so, yeah, whatever. I'm still going with Weatherspoon, and uh, they'll they'll have to find uh, fine-tune their O-line in different ways. Didn't they sign someone, though? Well, they got DJ Moore. No, but... They got uh, no. they signed a they signed a goal line, yeah. Oh, I think like a guard. Oh. Uh, I just set it up. They they signed no one. Okay. Well, they wanted well. to sign Mikey Flinchy, and that didn't. Happen. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, no, so I'm, I'm clicking with this spoon. It's done. If they I've, take yeah, a tackle at nine, I know who it is though. But yeah, their O-line currently Braxton Jones, Cody Whitehair, Lucas Patrick, Nate Davis, and Tevin Jenkins. So that is horrendous. That is that very, is so very bad. That is run for your life type horrendous. Holy crap, that's bad. Okay. Uh I am back on the clock with the Eagles. I I want to take him. I want to take Bijan Robinson here. I, it would be, no, it wouldn't. Cause it's like, I, I don't see the value for any defensive players anymore. Do it. Like, could they take Christian Gonzalez? Yes. But the Patriots. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. They're taking Christian Gonzalez. Yeah. I mean, Slay is on, Slay is still very, very good, but on the back half of his career. Yeah. James Bradbury is solid, but. That's all he is at this point. Get Christian Gonzalez in there. Let him be your third corner. Let him learn. Let him He'll take over. Oh, there goes Spills again. Uh, yeah, let him just take take over from one of those guys at some point. Uh, he's my number seven player. I have him and uh, him and Devin Witherspoon basically like same grade. There's no. I mean, obviously, there's a difference between the player, but like. I don't think you can go wrong with either one of those guys. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is I'm, this Eagles team is still very good. So they, less depth than last year, but I mean, you draft Christian Gonzalez. And that's secondary is very good right again. Too. He's not going to miss. He's not going to be a devil. Uh, he's not going to be a development. He'll he'll be he'll be ready right when preseason hits, and I think he, mm-hmm. he can contribute in year one. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, all right. I guess let's just keep going. There's Chu, you are up with the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Um, so, Back. I mean, <laughs> with the Titans, I don't know what they're gonna do. I know they're gonna probably draft an offensive player, maybe a tackle, maybe a receiver. I'm. I'm thinking they lean tackle and they go Paris Johnson, and uh, and they make that. They just add another O lineman that they know 
can contribute for multiple years. The safest tackle in the draft, the arguable best O-lineman in the draft. Him, Skronsky are, are right there, one, two, I think. And uh, they just they just add a, a first round, a quality first round talent and try to see if they can pick up a, le- a franchise left tackle. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the easy pick for the Titans. I think any one of these like O-line guys would be a home run pick for them because their O-line is fucking dog water right now. So yeah. they need any upgrade they can get. So Paris Johnson would would be a great pick for them. They officially out. cut Luan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. he's gone. Yeah. yeah, so that's definitely the play. Um, yeah, no, good, good play for them there. Uh, Texans on the clock here. Yes, um, sir. Again, I know they're not in position to do anything silly with the quarterbacks here. You just got to keep adding pieces to this team. Um, who do I Please want take him so he doesn't get him. Huh? Please take him so Chu doesn't get him. Because don't worry, we're getting a good player no matter what. They're gonna get a good player no matter what. It's kind of cooked here. They um, are. With you. I'm yes, gonna sir. go completely off the board here. I just think this guy's a. Ooh, okay. This is a one of one talent that uh, in this draft, just at his upside of, as a receiver. I think Dalton Kincaid could be a huge difference maker at the tight end position. Um, I'm, I look I'm, you I'm going with Dalton Kincaid. I think yeah. he's going to get drafted higher than people think. Another guy that people are begging for the Chargers to get, and I just don't think he's going to be there at this point. Uh, he just got medically cleared. His, his, uh, I think he had a back injury last year. He's in the clear. Uh, he's essentially just a wide receiver uh, lining up at tight end. Uh, yeah. Not the best blocker, again, but neither is Travis Kelsey. And not that – I mean – it's insane to say that, oh, yeah, his comp is Travis Kelsey. But you're going to want to hope that he's somewhere along those lines as a player because that's why you're taking him this high in the draft. And I think he has the ball skills to uh, be that kind of a player for the uh, for the Texans. Maybe not this year, but when they get their quarterback situation figured out. Someone I don't know this Dalton for a fact, game. but just from watching him, there's no way that he came into college as a, as a tight end. He was definitely a receiver and like a great receiver in high school. And he just probably was probably such a big guy moved him tight end because he catches mm-hmm. balls in the corner of the end zone and he makes it look like he's toe tapping, high pointing the ball. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's like T Higgins in the back of the end zone almost. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you can pick up a guy like that, I mean, I think Houston, if, if they have, if they, if they view him the same as I do, they would probably take him as 12 as well. So. Yeah. Definitely an out-of-the-box pick. I don't think I've seen Kincaid to the Texans mocked. I do really like that pick. I do really like Kincaid. There are three tight ends in this draft who I all really love, and I think they all could go in the first round. Um, yeah, I man just gives whoever they draft as a quarterback next year to have another target. So uh, we'll keep going. We have the New York Jets on the clock. Uh, and since... Aaron Rodgers is not a New York Jet. Uh, they will draft Hendon Hooker. I am kidding. They're going offensive line. Peter Skronsky. Nice Peter Skronsky was left there way too long. He is my number one tackle. Uh, their offensive line is 
was a strength at one point. Now it's looking like a giant question mark. I'm hoping that Becton comes back and he, his, I mean, health has just been a huge concern for him. Uh, they brought back Dwayne Brown. He's old as fuck though. Uh, Max Mitchell's their right tackle. They signed Lake and Tomlinson to a big deal and he hasn't really lived up to it so far. So I think picking Skronsky, a guy who can basically play anywhere you want on the offensive line is solid pick for the Jets. Yeah, I think that would um, that one definitely makes sense. Um, you can put him at tackle or guard, and he's going to um, be a quality starter year one. Um, he's really strong, moves well. Um, him and Paris Johnson, as I said, are, are one and two. doesn't really matter the order you have them. Those are probably the two best players. So good pick for them. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. it leaves the, the Patriots, and uh, – <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna pick um, the receiver from Ohio State, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah, um, my number one uh, receiver in the draft. Uh, I think it just makes a ton of sense. He's the he's the exact type of receiver that we've had for the past twenty years, and it's a slot receiver who gets in and out quick, quick in his routes, and he's he's always open. So it makes it a lot easier to play quarterback when you know that you have a receiver on the field that that's going to be open more than he's going to be covered. And that's what Jackson Smith and Jigba does on the field is he's open more than he's covered. He's like Keenan Allen. He's like Julian Edelman. He's like, even like, this is going to sound dumb, but he's like a slower version of Jalen Waddle from the slot. Like he's just always open, running across the field, taking. It the sounded it sounded as dumb as you thought it was going to sound, and it is, it, it, it is that dumb. <laughs> but they run the same routes, and they're always. I don't. Know, you were good. Dumb. You were good with Keenan Allen and. They're, they're quite literally the exact type of players. Not really. <laughs> he's. They run the same. Yeah, route. No, 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 you're getting. You're getting a baby runner Keenan. from. The- you're getting a baby Keenan Allen, and that's a phenomenal player. Keenan Allen, already. Julian Edelman, and Jalen Waddle. I I would want. Especially, guy like uh, Mac Jones, who's still relatively young in the league, to make your life easy, you're gonna want a Keenan Allen. So I know there was uh, you were you were asking for the Patriots to trade for Keenan Allen. Well, he just drafted one, so that's a good pick. Uh, that would be kind of unfortunate for for everyone else who uh, doesn't root for the Patriots because I think that's a really good pick. And now I'm with the Packers yeah. on the clock here. Uh, so now I think. At the end of the day, they're they're gonna they're gonna trade uh, Rogers, and it would just be very ironic uh, now that they finally trade Rogers that they start taking a bunch of talent in the first round, uh, something that they've never done. Although they're realistically gonna come up here and pick um, who are they gonna pick? They're gonna get to this pick and they're gonna take. Um, I don't know, someone like so, so, so off the board that has no business being the 15th pick. But anyways, I'm I'm wasting time now. Um, I think Kincaid would have been a really good pick for them here, but I got greedy and took him to the Texans. I don't want to take another receiver yet. Um, no. Okay, I'm going to take... Okay, I, I, I can't be selfish here. I have to take Zay Flowers. 
Uh, I was doing everything I could to get out of the pick there so I can have him slide down the board, but I have to be fair and reasonable here. Zay Flowers, I think, uh, was a really, really electric and dynamic wide receiver that should be a top 15 pick. Um, He really could even be the top wide receiver drafted. Um, Yeah. Uh, Nothing but good things to say about him, and uh, he'll be a huge, huge ad for Jordan Love next year, and he'll, uh, they'll have a good thing going there with uh, Christian Watson and and uh, Flowers. Yeah, the two best receivers yeah, that, are that, gone. Yeah, I and I think those are good to get out of that. <laughs> and like those are the two wide receivers like of note. I think it's Jackson Smith, Smith and Jigba. Zay Flowers, then there's a gap between that next tier. I mean, yeah, I think, again, the Packers should be trying to set up love for his best possible season, get every ounce of talent you can out of him to see what you've got at quarterback. Getting Zay Flowers would be huge. Uh, I am up with the commander's pick, and I'm just going to go and pick a tackle again. I'm picking Darnell Wright out of Tennessee to be their new right tackle. They currently have Andrew Wiley slotted in there right now. That's not good enough. Uh, I think Will Anderson is on record of saying that Darnell Wright is the best tackle that he faced in college. That's quite a glowing review. Um, Yeah, I just think that the commander is another one of these teams where they don't have a lot of holes on paper. Maybe I could have picked corner here i don't really like any of the corners on the board i think you could always have offensive line help whoever that quarterback is next year whether it howell or or have it be jacoby Brissett. so yeah darn all right no it's a good pick uh he's definitely been sliding up in the draft process um and yeah, Washington, uh, if they're really, truly going to roll with Sam Howell next year, which I think is also just absolutely insane. But again, they 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 believe that's the move they want to do. You're going to have to put up a wall and give them the best chance to succeed. So uh, definitely got to invest a lot of resources all over the O-line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now I'm on the board with uh, the Steelers pick. I'm going to be definitely going O-line. I'm just going to decide which one. I would go with my best available tackle, Anton Harrison from Oklahoma. Hmm. Um, played great this year. Um, PFF has a, has a good review of him, and... Uh, I've seen a lot of people saying that Anton Harrison's going to be a lock to go in the first round this year. Uh, so I hope his uh, over-under on his draft is, is, is a pretty good one because I'll probably be hitting the under. And uh, if this is the way the draft goes, the Steelers, are they might be looking at Dewan Jones too. Um, but I think they're definitely going tackle because they've been meeting with all of them. So- I was going to say, uh, just, I don't know, just based on their history, they like to have just, mammoths at the, the tackle position. So I thought yeah. they would go with a guy like Broderick Jones, but uh, no, Harrison's a good pick. So. Yeah, Broderick Jones. Too. I'm just sad you didn't pick Joey Porter Jr. Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not sad because uh, the Lions are up next. And yeah. um, I can do a couple things here. I have one guy on my board who I'm shocked hasn't been touched. I kind of wanted to take – I want to take Kalija Kansi, but I don't know. Something – I think he's going to be a very good player. Just his his measurables scare me a bit. But he can be a very dynamic player, and uh, they have pretty good talent on that defense. I'm going to let him slide. Um, I'm going to take – I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Joey Porter. I, I like Joey Joey Porter. Um I think he'll be a good ad. They just traded away um Okuda, so they're looking for a new player to to add in here. Again, very uh very rangy guy, very good tackler. Um and I think he'll be a good fit for for this uh Lions defense there. And if they weren't going to go with um, a quarterback or I've seen them taking corner as early as sixth overall. So I think this is still Mm -hmm. falling into their ballpark. And I think this will be a good pick for them. So I'm going to go, I pick Joey Porter. I remember watching Joey Porter when he was at Penn state in a couple of games, just, and he's so handsy. I find I feel, I feel like he's gonna be just the the prototype prototypical guy in the NFL that takes way too many penalties. Um, and that's what I've been seeing from some people saying too is he might not be a, a refined corner prospect like Devin Witherspoon or Christian Gonzalez. Um, so yeah, I can see Joey Porter sliding a little bit on draft night. Um, I don't know. If, Maybe a team will fall in love with him and draft him early. I hope it's not the Patriots. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's 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 very possible that uh, Joey Porter is a top 20 pick. And there you go. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think that would be a solid pick by Lions. They do need help at corner. Joey Porter is, I think, the third corner on most people's boards right now. I know there's a couple of guys coming up late in the process who are creeping in. Uh, we'll keep going though. 19, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I wasn't really sure where I was going with the, this pick, but no one has taken Lucas Van Ness yet uh, out of Iowa. He's the top player on my board still. The Bucks literally just need help everywhere. We got just them about the best it. defense player available. Hmm? Yeah, no, I agree. I was going to say, like, again, uh, this would even be a trade back spot for me. If I was, if I were the Bucks, I'd be looking to recoup assets and then go from there. But uh, again, Van Ness is slid. Well, hey, does anyone want to trade up? I already put it in. It's too late. I don't want to. I, <laughs> I, I, I hate that there's not an undo feature. It's so dumb. Huh? There's yeah, no there's like no, undo. No, it's the no undo. No, that's, I, that's, I don't that's, fine. that's a good pick, off. though. That's a good it's pick. okay. No, that's a good pick. It is it's a good, good value pick. pick. Yeah, yeah, I would have wanted uh, to trade I mean, up, yeah, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah, I mean, Lucas, they got yeah. he's Shaq. Getting... Sorry, go ahead. Go, yeah. I was just gonna say, okay, no, Lucas yeah, so they have Shaq. Fuck. Are we are we delayed right now? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, okay. No, so, it's just it's hard over Zoom. You go to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I, I was just gonna say, uh, Lucas Van Ness. If he's there, no one's trading back. They'll probably take him if they like him. And... It makes sense. That I think the thing mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. And I mean, yeah, 
Yeah, so I was going to say with, with a guy like Shaq Barrett getting older too, yeah. get someone in who can eventually take that role over from him. And he can honestly, like, he can play anywhere on the defensive line. He is that valuable. So, yeah, yeah. Lucas Van Ness to Tampa. And Chu, you are up with the Seattle Seahawks. Also, Chu, the, the first time or the only time we don't take DeAndre Hunter first bucket, he gets the first bucket. Oh, I unbelievable. I, I can't believe Tough it. Tough bounce. It's all good. <laughs> uh, so I'm on the board with Seattle, and uh, they took – who did we take with Seattle for five? I'm blanking. You took Tyree Wilson. Tyree Wilson, okay. Let's see yeah. That makes sense. They, got, they filled in their D-line. Their defense is looking good. What could they improve on? I mean, they could probably add – um, I'm just going to throw in a guy that I love and uh, not many people are, are putting him in the, this early, but Brian branch, the safety oh. from Alabama. Um, I think if you're just looking for someone that will be NFL ready and can play and do things along the names of like Minka Fitzpatrick, where he can cover, he can blitz off the edge, he can do a lot of things. And he's he's not just a box, he plays, he's a free safety that that has the ability and the closing speed to tackle. Um, I think he's a great player and that's- No, that's, that's, a, that's a phenomenal pick. I was hoping that he actually fell one more spot so I could pair him up with, uh, with Derwin James, yeah. who I think has a lot of, I mean, on, on draft day, too, Derwin James is a guy that, like, was supposed to go in the top 10, and then he just randomly slid all the way down to 17. Brian Branch, prospect-wise, is a top prospect. But I think that the teams in the league are not valuing his position as highly as they should, uh, and he seems to be falling in the process as well. So I think he'll probably fall to about this deep in the draft, and – this is, uh, I think that's a phenomenal pick for Seattle. Yeah, now they got Tyree and they got Brian Branch. My my one issue with the pick is where does Brian Branch play on that defense? Because the answer is probably at the nickel position, yes. which is fine. Yeah. But are you drafting a nickel in the first round? Yeah. And I don't know. It just seems like I mean, important pick Brian Branch. Yeah, it is. It is. But, in, this, yeah, in this NFL house. I mean, the thing is, Seattle yeah. doesn't really have any glaring holes. So might as well just take the best player. Which is fair. And you got to think, like, uh, if, you're, if you're projecting, if you think he is going to play any safety at all, uh, Jamal mm-hmm. Adams is just a cook product down the line. <laughs> they got to get out of his true, deal, yeah. too. And he can eventually transition into that position. You got to think down the line as well. So That's the um, thing with Brian Branch is he can play strong safety as well. Like, I mean, he's, he, mm-hmm. he's, his closing speed and his tackling is extremely good. So. I almost forgot he was still there. Honestly, yeah. until I said that, I forgot Jamal Adams was a person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and hey, I'm, I'm on the clock, and uh, Austin Eckler can pack his shit. Get the hell out of here with your three-year deal. No one's giving you anything in a three-year deal. Bijan Robinson, welcome to the team. Uh, <laughs> that, that would be the ultimate kick in the ass to Eckler. Yeah, just, see yeah, you later. <laughs> I want, I, I want Bijan on the team. Not only because I think he's just a stud running back, he's going to help in the passing game. Uh, And look, I think uh, Kellen Moore is going to want 
his his type of guy at running back, not these guys that they drafted beforehand. Um, it is technically a reach taking a uh, first round it's not running back, but I think for this team and what they need right now, I'm looking at the board. I would have really highly considered uh, Deontay Banks. I'm pretty high on him. And I do think that the the Chargers corner situation is going to get very messy in a couple of years. JC Jackson, we don't know what his knee is going to look like. Michael Davis is going to want a new deal after this year. Uh, Asante Samuel Jr. really like he's turned it on a little bit. But again, he's going to want some money too. They're going to have to make some tough decisions. They need to oh, get wait, younger Tom, in that position. Tom, we, we made a mistake. What? Miami was supposed to pick Oh wait! <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Why isn't Miami picking? Because they're frauds. <laughs> what did they do? <laughs> Miami are frauds. Because they're stupid ass owner. <laughs> so yeah, stupid um, ass owner and stupid ass coach tried to go and, after an old man. I'm, and then also as part of this pick, not that it matters for our mock draft, I'm, uh, I'm trading, um, I'm trading Eckler to the. Um, to the uh anyone the I can't blocks. speak. I'm trading him to the Bears. For trading him to the Chicago Bears for a fourth round pick. Okay. And then the Bears are gonna give him a three year extension because they can afford it with all their cap room because that's what he wants. Don't they and, have guys though? Yeah, no, they do. They have Cleo Herbert and uh Montgomery. Oh no, he left. No, he's gone. They have the Wash King. Oh yes. They have four. Oh, they signed Foreman. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Eckler will be the third down guy. We're Eckler's sending him. Down. We're sending him to Houston. He's there. He's gone. He's in Houston. <laughs> yeah, he's somewhere. Else. Anyways, he's going somewhere. Sure. And anyways, uh, yeah. Comment Bijan Charger. Here we go. The I next mean L, the Bijan, next Yeah, I mean he's my number one player in the draft. He's absolutely phenomenal. Except he is a running back. That is only knock. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Chargers are going to take a running back, but no, I, I don't but I just wanted to do it. Bijan, especially with all the Eckler complaining. So, um, it's just an electric pick. I had to. Yeah, uh, fair enough. <laughs> I, I guess we shall keep going. Baltimore is on the clock. Uh, I can go a couple different ways here. Could I still take a wide receiver? Yes. I can't. No, I let's just take a wide receiver. I'm going to take Jordan Addison. Nice, good pick. Uh, I think if you just want someone consistent, I don't think Jordan Addison's going to blow you away as a number one wide receiver in the NFL. I think he can be a very good number two, very good complement piece. Uh, he will push Bateman. For playing time immediately. I mean, Bateman, who, I mean, he's been up and down his whole career with health. They just need more pass, catch, pass catchers there in general. I like what they have currently. They just need to add more. And I think Jordan Addison helps that immensely. Yeah, Addison, like you said, he's good at everything, not great at anything, not bad at anything. He's really just – he's got a very safe floor. He did fall down in the process here. I do think he's going to be – uh, I don't think he'll be a top 20 pick at this rate. And I think just the way it's trending, uh, he might not even be a first rounder. But I do like I do like the fit. And um, that'll give you a good uh, a good group of four. So you'll have Odell, Addison, Bateman, if he can stay healthy, and DuVernay. 
So at least you have some pieces to work with now. And uh, maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's the, the difference that, uh, I mean, I know it's financial reasons, but maybe Lamar looks at that and says, okay, maybe they're making some moves now and we can proceed. So we'll see what ends up happening at the end of the day, but I think they really got to just go Hail Mary mode. And I mean, they added Odell and you got to try and just add as much as you can to make it enticing this day. Yeah, there's three three uh, first-round receivers for me in this draft, and it's Addison, Smith and Jigba, and Flowers. Everybody else, I think, um, are more second-round, third-round talents. Um, those are the three that I think really deserve to go in the first round. Vikings. Okay. Next? The Vikings are on the clock, too. Is it me? Yeah, it is me. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think – see, the Vikings could have taken Addison too, but now with him off the board, I think you just got to take a a first-round caliber guy that's still on the board. Hendon Hooker. No. They're not going there. <laughs> They're going to take Tanner McKee. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Emmanuel Forbes. Just because uh, he's a ball hawk, um, he he's got tremendous instincts on the field, and uh, he's he's one of those corners that can really start making plays and playing, um, playing, playing to win. You know, playing to 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 catch a pass and take it back to to the house for a pick mm-hmm. six type player. Um, reminds me a little bit of uh, like a Marcus Peters type guy. So, yeah, I like that pick, and they definitely had to just recycle their entire secondary and their entire defense for that matter after the absolute disaster class that they put on the field last year. So, I know they dumped Pat Pete. Uh, they also signed Jawan Williams, the from uh, the Pats there. So, they're just totally revamping their uh, their secondary room, and I think uh, this is a good spot for them to continue adding there. Yeah, the only problem with Forbes is he's, I think he's like. 160 pounds like I, I don't know what his weight is he's lanky yeah he is 6'1 166 yeah that, Very that is a small man yeah yeah <laughs> he won't do much tackling yeah uh okay also is it just me or i feel like the vikings have picked like a first round corner the last like four drafts um well <laughs> like i think some of them have been disastrous like they picked right? true but they picked Booth, Booth last round. year. No, he was a second rounder. They picked uh, Jeff. Okay, Gardner. okay. Sorry. Now, uh, no, Lewis Seen, who Dantler ankle safety. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, they took Jetta. either way. They're just stacking. Oh, no, sorry, they took DB. Jefferson. What am I saying? I said they <laughs> no, took but no. I, for some reason, I do feel like they're always taking the corner in the first round. It does like. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jacksonville. Um, yes, sir. I think, I think they're fine on offense. Uh, I think they need to shore up their uh, secondary room. They don't have enough depth there and enough upside. Um, I'm a pretty big fan of Deontay Banks, so I'm going to take him here. Uh, I think he's a very good pick for them. Uh, Again, pretty agile. Um, And, yeah, I know he was – again, I've seen him go a little higher in the drafts too, but uh, I think that will be a good pick for them. 
Yeah. I'll be yeah, back yeah, in a second. We've been talking about how Jacksonville really has. Yeah, then that's yeah. I feel like Jacksonville hasn't done on the defensive side of the ball, so that's where they should be addressing their team needs. Uh, I like Deontay Banks a lot. I was just about to take him with this pick here. So I guess I have to take the other corner for the Giants that I wanted. Uh, I'm taking Cam Smith out of South Carolina. The Giants, again, a Giant. I was torn between taking another wide receiver. I didn't like any of them that were available. because Those are the two glaring holes that are still on the Giants, really. It's a wide receiver one, I mean, and a wide receiver two for that matter. And then they need another corner opposite Adoree Jackson. Cam Smith can be that guy. Uh, yeah, I. He's. I mean, he's aggressive. He's good on the outside. I think the Giants need a corner. I think a lot of them, or a lot of fans, probably want them to pick a wide receiver, but I just don't think the value is there right now. And towards the middle of the season, he was uh, regarded as one of the top corners in the draft, and he's just slid a little bit. Um, but mm-hmm. I mean, He's been talking about it as a first-round guy for a while now, and uh, he's just now sliding out of it. So, I mean, if he get, does slide out of the first round and get into the second round, I think there's a lot of potential there for for a good player. Who do we who do we got here? Sorry, I have uh, to Cam run away for Smith a second. To uh, the Giants. To the Giants. Yeah. Two nothing Tampa. Let's go. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Oh yeah. Did Kucherov score? Uh, no, I see Sorelli here, and that's it. I didn't get the other notification. Okay. Sorry to. Well, I know, I know this is a football. Be... There's a football podcast. Yeah, sorry, but, we're on a football show. But um... anytime the Toronto Maple Leafs are losing in the playoffs, we have to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, we, we have to emphasize this. It was uh, Pierre Edouard Belmar and uh, Sorelli. Oh baby. Oh, baby. So oh, who did the Giants take? So sorry, uh, Cam Smith. Cam Smith. Yeah. No. Uh, I like that pick as well. Again, Cam Smith, uh, South Carolina. Yeah, we're getting a lot of a uh, lot of DBs now all of a sudden, but I think this is where they're all going to go anyways. And um, yeah, I know I like him. Yep. Good player. So Dallas now. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna think this would have been an easy pick for Bijan. Yeah, it, it would have definitely been an easy pick for Bijan. I, I think they're gonna go with Michael Mayer. Um, tight end. New Orleans, New Orleans, Notre Dame. Um, to me, he's the second best tight end in the class. He can block. Um, you can actually line him up beside a tackle and run block, and he's 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 gonna hold his own. He's not like Kincaid, where if he lines up to block you, the D lineman will just kind of throw him to the other side. To Dallas here, Keep running. Yeah, Dallas. Yeah, and they also lost uh, they Dalton lost, Schultz. Uh, yeah, Schultz. So I mean. Mm-hmm. Pick up a talented tight end and roll with him. See if it works out. I like that. It's a good pick. Uh, I also forgot yeah, right. Dalton Schultz went to Houston, who I gave a tight end at 12th overall. That's but uh, no. okay. Well, That's fine. He's also on a one-year deal. So. There we go. Yeah. No, a good pick. Uh, I mean, this is probably about where he'll go. I'm glad he didn't fall to uh, the Bengals because I think the Bengals would have really benefited from taking him there. Um. Yeah. So the Bills are on the clock. Unless uh, Jason, you had anything to add there? No, I think that's probably an immediate upgraded tight end for the Cowboys. So that would be a stellar move for a team that's trying to win now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Get back. Um, Buffalo. The Bills. I don't know with Buffalo what they're going to do. I think uh, Vaughn Miller is really heavily recruiting uh, Hopkins here. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen, but it looks uh, – allegedly Hopkins said that he wants to be in Buffalo. Um, so that would be a very good add. Um, I do think they could add in their receiver room because I don't think Gabe Davis is a two. I think he's a better suited three or four. They just asked mm-hmm. a little too much for him this year, and that that was not what what was it meant for him to do. Um, a lot of good players here still. They've invested a lot in the D line over the first couple or the last couple of years. So I'm not going to look at any defensive lineman players, even though I think it's always they can always add more. Um, but I really don't like anyone else here. We're kind of like getting into that spot where it's getting tough. Yeah, it's getting tough. Like, okay, I'm gonna go with. Yeah, all the corners went two, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh I here you want some help with it, Spills? I I think I know what I'm gonna do, but I wanna I, I'll listen to some opinions. I have I have an idea what, what I'm gonna do though. I feel like Broderick Jones is the pick because I don't think they really like uh, Spencer Brown at right tackle that. I had him lined up for my next pick. Yeah, <laughs> they can they plan. can they can go tackle because again, you can yeah. I mean, it's always good to have offensive line resources. Um, yeah, okay, I like that. Uh, no, actually, I'll leave it for Chu. I'll go with Quinton Johnson. Um, <laughs> he – I don't know. I was really high on Quinton Johnson for a bit, but uh, he just gives me – and, again, this is not bad. He gives me Mike Williams vibes where he can make a lot of big plays, and he's, he's just a little inconsistent. So – Yep. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's hard. It, you're going to get a lot of good upside out of him, but you're going to be wondering at times, like, is he really the guy? Uh, again, they don't need him to be the guy in this offense. They just need him to be available to make some plays. So uh, I, I'm going to go with Quentin Johnson here. Yeah. Has a lot I of drop Kenny issues, Galladay. too. I have Kenny Galladay as Reno's comp. Kenny G, that would be a disaster. Well, I mean, when he was okay with the Lions, yeah, it was good for one year. How about Kevin White? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin White, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a solid pick. I mean, Spills, you said it. I mean, the guy who's has a shit ton of talent, but he's also super inconsistent, and the tape shows it. So, I mean. It looks like Hopkins is going to the Bills or the Chiefs, which is just an absolute nightmare scenario for anyone in the AFC. But uh, hopefully Buffalo doesn't get him. And they do get Quinton Johnson because I would be okay with that. Uh, oh, I'm up to Cincinnati. Shit. Okay. I'm up to Cincinnati. Yeah. And I don't want to take Broderick Jones here because I want to take my number one tight end on the board, and that's a Darnell Washington. A, that's a phenomenal pick. <laughs> so that would be I so think, I mean, unfortunate for the Bengals. Oh my god! <laughs> Not unfortunate. Sorry, it no, would be unfortunate for the rest of the league. That's a great like weapon to add to, to that offense. 
There we go. There we go. So, I mean, I'm going to talk him up here because Jonah Williams is not going to get dealt. I don't know why they would trade him. He's just going to play right top of them this year. The offensive line is what it is. I don't think there's any immediate upgrade on the board. Broderick Jones could be the pick, but there's a better chance he's probably just riding the bench next year. Uh, Darnell Washington is a guy who I think, I mean, he's already one of the best blockers at tight end. I'll just say that now, Mm -hmm. even considering the NFL guys, he's already right up there. Um, He's just an absolute machine and he didn't get the targets at tight end in Georgia because they have a guy named Brock Bowers, who is going to be a top five pick next year. Um, He just has all the upside in the world. Uh, You want a guy who can also help on the offensive line a little bit. He's the guy put him right in there. He will help in the run game. He's also six, seven, put him in the end zone. Let him just jump. He'll catch the ball. So I think that would be a crazy weapon to add to this Bengals team. I didn't like any defensive players on the board for them to add. Lou Anarumo can do whatever he wants with that defense because he has been great. Uh, so, yeah, they get another weapon. they got two tight ends now. they got Darnell Washington and Irv Smith. Not too bad. Oh, yeah, they added Irv Smith, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, Burrow throws one of the best jump balls in the league, too. So this is just like a perfect type of target to have uh, – uh, for this offense, that's not a shot. Did you just say he throws the best jump balls in the league? I, I did. He says uh, he's up there. Yeah. I wonder why. Because <laughs> he has D against Jamar Chase. <laughs> Anyhow, so the, again, really good target. And uh, no, I'm very high on Washington too. I think he should absolutely be a first round pick despite the little production. I think uh, he can be a, a phenomenal weapon in, uh, in anyone's offense. So that's a really, really good pick. Yeah, I, I do like the pick. Um, uh, for the Saints, I, I spoiled it. I was I had Broderick Jones lined up. Uh, they're going to be in need of a tackle. I mean, their O-line has been aging. Um, their entire team has been aging. Um, and Broderick Jones comes in, a uh, freak athlete, uh, maybe a little, um, a little bit, below the top two guys in, in pass protection, which is why I think he might slide. Um, but in the run game and 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 uh, early on, he's going to be a dominant force. He's just He, he just mm-hmm. might not be there in the pass protection. Yeah. yeah. That's Rogers. why they got Earth in the meantime. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chu, you're, you are up with the Saints who have somehow gotten this pick. Yeah, they took Broderick Jones. Well, did you just yeah. like did you just stroke out what happened here? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I was honestly I was looking at I was looking at the Chiefs, and I thought we were still talking. Either way, yeah, Roger <laughs> Jones would be a good pick for the Chiefs. They need help on that offensive line. Wait, who 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 are the tackles right now for them? They have Ramchuk, and they so drafted Ramchuk that guy last they, year, right? Who they draft last year again? I forget. That fucking hothead who kept fighting people. Oh, yeah, him. Uh, Trevor Penning. Yeah, yeah, Penning can go play Yeah, guard. Trevor Penning. Trevor Penning can Penning. go play guard. <laughs> Honestly, he probably should go play guard. That's the thing. Yeah, that, that would, yeah. that's what would happen. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's a good pick. And he, yeah. he slid down the yeah. board here, so uh, good, yeah, good add on the there. Left, at left guard and, and Broderick Jones on the, on the left tackle, that's, a, that's some bully ball right there. 
Okay. Yes, sir. Um, All right. Now, again, would be more of anything. the Eagles here. I don't know. Uh, I think the best player available is Kalija Kansi. Um, I know they drafted Jordan Davis really early last year, but they just keep shuffling in talent on the trenches. This is how the Eagles draft. They funnel in talent everywhere, all over the map in the trenches. Um, I think they can make him a really good player despite his, uh, his uh, measurables. Um, but he has a chance to be very special. So, um, yeah, no, put him, put him beside. Uh, and now that Jordan Davis plays every snap anyways, he's just too big of a human to ever sustain a uh, full workload. So um, it's a different type of interior rusher. And uh, I think that would be a good ad for their team. So I'm going to go with Kansi. Like yeah, that. I mean, I, I don't think there was a bad pick for the Eagles. I think best player available, Kalijah Clancy is that guy. So, yeah, solid. Chewy, you got anything to add to that before we get yeah, to the last I think, pick? Uh, I think they maybe would have considered uh, the running back from Alabama. Gibbs. I, I, that's why I said, yeah, they could, yeah. I could consider a luxury pick. I think Gibbs is closer to Bijan Robinson than people think. Uh, I'm really, really high on Gibbs. Um, but I don't know if I'm high enough on him to to take him in the first round. But he should be a very early, very early day two pick. But if someone wants the fifth year option, this is where you trade up and get him. So, yeah, he, he yep. could be a home run though, because there's not a lot of running backs in the league that are blazing fast like that. And can also cut and move and and run and be on the field for multiple. There's just too many guys already in that backfield. I know it's yeah. I know it's a one year deal, but like yeah. they're gonna use Penny. They're yeah. still gonna use Gainwell. They're for whatever reason still gonna use Boston Scott. They are <laughs> well, yeah, they're the Giants twice a year. They got to be ready. <laughs> but yeah, I know like Rashad Penny was a monster last year before he got hurt, and I know asterisk on mm-hmm. before he got hurt because he always gets hurt, and he'll probably get hurt this yeah. year. It's not like he's going to play a full season, but uh, no. they'll utilize him a lot. And I just don't think they need to have that many running backs in the room. They can take a chance here to continue recycling at uh, more important positions. Cause again, they're going to have to make a lot of cap decisions in the next couple of years with all the guys that like, they have aging guys and Hertz's contract is going to kick in sooner rather than later. Um, we ought to start planning ahead here. So I think that's a good yeah. future uh, pick. Uh, okay. And I guess we'll move. We'll move on to the very last pick. Uh, a guy who is definitely slid on the board, Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Uh, At least one of this the was, Clemson I mean, the guy when we first started talking about the draft who was seen as a borderline top 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, borderline top 10 prospect at one point. He is extremely raw, but he is also extremely athletic. Let him sit behind Chris Jones. Let him work. Let him be a part of that championship team. Uh, this could be a potential home run pick for the Chiefs if they were to make it. So a guy who has all the upside in the world just needs to really hone that talent in. Yeah, I, I think the problem with the Clemson guys is uh, they, they've been sliding because their floors are so high but their ceilings might 
they, they just might not be like a top five level talent when it comes to athleticism and whatnot. So Murphy and then also Breezy, I, th- I think they're going to, they're going to slide, mm-hmm. and, but I think they're going to be solid NFL players. And uh, I think he can fit right into the chiefs rotation on defense and, and contribute and, and see what, what happens. So I, I like the pick. No, it's a good solid pick again. Chiefs just having value fall into their pocket. Um, I mean, it is what it is. And uh, again, like something like that will probably happen. So now they did, they uh, dumped Frank Clark and uh, now you got um, Carl Loftus and Miles Murphy on your edges. That's uh, a solid uh, edge combo for, uh, for the future. Mm -hmm. And you're young at that position. You don't have to worry about it for a few years. And that's again, impact position, not paying a lot of money. That's a very good situation to be in. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, I guess that'll do it. Thank you boys for coming on and doing this. I know it was a long one. Chu, I know you want to watch your Celtics play. Are they winning right now? I don't know, but I'll find out in a couple of minutes. I know that DeAndre Hunter got the first bucket. Which I was going to say, I'm, say, I'm shocked you haven't checked the score. I did. It was like tied. It was tied last I saw after the first quarter, but I haven't like checked. Sixty-one forty-nine. Okay. For the Hawks. Really? Really? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh well, yeah. This is going to be the last episode until May tenth, I think. Vacation. Going on a. Yes, sir. Yeah, leaving on leaving Thursday. Good. Going Enjoy on a nice Euro vacation. Nice. Uh, really. Rome, Rome, Athens, and Lisbon. So I'm going on nice. your hometown. Crazy. Good. Have a <laughs> have crazy. a uh, have a Euro for yeah. me. Have a Mythos beer for me, and uh, you'll, you'll go. enjoy it. Yep. Yeah. Really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to. I mean, looking forward to the draft. Won't be able to watch. There's nothing to watch. To the re- Dolphins don't have any picks. I like the rest of it. I'm a fan of the NFL. What can I say? That's fair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess when we get back, we will do a draft recap and whatever else has happened while I've been gone. But sure. until then, any any closing remarks, any final draft snippets we want to talk about? Yeah, I'll just, uh, I mean, I closed my, I sent you the picture. Uh, if you Perfect. want to use for your social media, but the picture is there yes, for the sir. draft results. It didn't give us grades, unfortunately. Uh, that would be nice to see. Anyways. Yeah, the grades are so questionable. It's like if you draft a wide receiver, you got to get a grade. And if you draft, like, Jason's going to get a, an F for drafting Darnell Washington, even though it's a, a very good pick. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. John is going to get a C plus. Yeah, which is ridiculous. But, uh, no, I yeah, it's it looks like we got Bryce Young first overall for sure, and then a couple guys that just are gonna go higher than we think. Uh, I'm I'm calling for Kincaid, Flowers, and um, and uh, my last I guess sleeper that might fall into the first round again with Jason. I think I think no one should be surprised to see Darnell Washington in the first round. No one should. Chew no. any final thoughts? I think Bryce Young is the best quarterback in the draft easily. Um, and I'm very confident in that. So good job, Carolina. Okay. Well, that'll do it. Uh, if you like this, please like, share, retweet.
tweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And until next time, peace.